We are back with the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly. As always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. It's December 22nd. Betting on the Bills, week 16. Season's coming to an end, and it's going to come down to the wire. Dom, how are we feeling heading into this matchup against the New England Patriots? We're not playing New England, you sleeve boy. We're playing the Los Angeles. Oh, oh beats me. Coach Belichick could be coaching either team within the next two seasons, so we don't know. <laughs> I get Sorry, your joke, a, though. That I'm, was a I'm good a, joke. Well, it was an unintentional joke. I was a week ahead of myself, so um, you know, I tried to save it there a little bit. It's but all right. you got your you got your holidays mixed up, Joe. It's yes. Christmas on Monday, not New Year's. Not New Year's. Yes, right. But so to answer your yeah. question about mm-hmm. the Chargers, yes, uh, the, the Bills are. Well, they were 12 and a half point favorites. I looked now and they're 12. Um, so they probably they stayed pretty pretty steady there. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Um, this should be a fun day for all of us, you would think. Mm-hmm. But I think there's I think there's some teeny weeny level of fear that there was multiple times this season where uh, the Bills played really inferior competition, and you and I both projected them to blow them off the doors, and they end up losing the games, a la New England, as you alluded to already. And yeah, nearly uh, the Giants. Yeah. Well, the Giants we won, so actually I forgot about that one. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's been multiple times so far this year where uh, the Bills have been heavy, heavy favorites and kind of uh, played down in the competition and end up losing the game. So I have. The smallest fear of that, but I feel like this is a different Bills team than those teams, that team a month ago. And also, I just think the Chargers are just hopeless, even with the coaching change. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, teams off a coaching change are on fire. I'm like, okay, well, they don't have their starting quarterback. Keenan Allen's now out. Austin Eckler's been horrible this season. Mike Williams is out, right, I believe. Yeah, we he tore his ACL. So yes, yeah, so. tore his ACL. Whoa, duh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's been out for a while. I Listen, I just... Vegas going on that hot streak after their coaching change, their team was still very healthy, put together, what whatnot. The, the Chargers are not like that. They are not in that situation. Um, what's the quarterback's name? Do you do you even know? Easton Stick. Easton Stick. That's his name. I knew it was Stick. I didn't know his first name. So Stick. I I don't know. It's just he hasn't he hasn't had the best performance in his starts. And Herbert. I mean. Losing Keenan well, Allen's huge. There's going to be a lot here. There's going to be a lot. I mean, well, I think you know, not having Keenan Allen's huge. I think the offensive line's banged up. They lost their center who was playing well. So they're on now their third string center. Um, Joey Bosa is out as well. He was practicing but not playing. So it uh, could be a revenge Khalil Mack game for, you know, not, I shouldn't say revenge, but hometown game, even though that they're playing in LA, playing against Buffalo, you know, f- from the university at Buffalo. So, that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool storyline, I guess. Yeah, but the I mean the Chargers who were banged up, their defense is one of the worst in the NFL. I don't know what changes in a week and a half that that stops that from happening. I mean, they kind of just let Aiden O'Connell throw the ball all over on them. Yeah. And not having Herbert's big. I mean, Herbert is um, you know, I think there's a lot of questions about he has a high ceiling, but what is he actually? Um, but to me, he's an elite quarterback and not having to deal with him is really helpful. And um, you know, Easton Stick seems like kind of just your typical backup quarterback is going to put the ball in harm's way a little bit. Uh, we saw that, you know, with the, well, I mean, the one pick six was kind of unfortunate, but also had the fumble return for a touchdown. So, and the uh, Chargers just haven't been able to efficiently run the ball all year. Obviously, Eckler has kind of, you know, been dealing with that ankle injury and 
hasn't really been the same type of runner. So I just think, you know, looking at it strictly from a team perspective of the Chargers, um, they're just not a very good football team. And it just, I don't know how much, I guess you could say some of us culture because they quit, absolutely quit on Thursday, last Thursday against the Raiders. But I just don't see how, I just think that whole situation is kind of dead. About, you know, and it's like, yeah, the Raiders, as you allude to it, the Raiders changed. The Raiders changed, you know, changed coaches. I don't know. I, to me, it seems more like a Carolina where they changed coaches, but the team's still kind of being, I don't know if Carolina's done. But yeah, like, they're, they're a work in progress. I mean, Vegas was a team that could could play. You know what I mean? So I just Vegas I was like- a team that had talent and mm-hmm. just had terrible culture. The Chargers were a team that had bad culture and with their injuries and now they don't have talent. Like they're they're they they're more they're more the Carolina coaching change than the Raiders coaching change because Carolina doesn't have a lot of talent. They changed coaches because the culture was messed up. Right. You and know? I mean Brandon Staley, my brother's a Chargers fan, so I've been I've been getting the inner workings of Brandon Staley's relationship with the team and all that. He's paid very close attention to it. I get a text actually last week when we were sitting down to record betting on the Bills. Dom whistleblows to me that Staley's gone and the GM's gone. I get a text. I tell my brother, then an hour later, I get Belichick's coming. Belichick's coming. All this stuff, like freaking out, getting excited. So that I mean. Brandon Staley, that culture was not a winning culture. It was horrible. This isn't going to be the rebuild right now. You're going to have to wait until you get the actual head coach hire in there next year and Herbert and Allen back and go from there. This season's well, done. No, this season's obviously the season's done for them, and they're kind of in the way of kind of maybe trying to lose to get a better draft pick, even though that's kind of hard in the NFL. But, yeah, again, as you allude to, just a lot of injuries. Uh, looking at from the Bills' perspective, mm-hmm. uh, hides out again. Which is unfortunate. Um, Jordan Phillips went on IR. Uh, we still haven't. I, I still, right now, we haven't heard um, about the corresponding move to that. Either uh, they're going to activate uh, Kyrie Lam off IR because he's questionable for the game. Uh, we 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 don't know at that at this moment of time. Um, nor do yeah. we know about practice squad because Ty Johnson is questionable with that shoulder injury. Maybe this is a game where they give Lenny some touches. So maybe this is a, this is a practice squad elevation for 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 Leonard Fournette. Um, that would be interesting. Obviously, also AJ Epinesa is questionable. I would doubt he plays. Um, and then Daquan Jones is not going to probably play, but it's cool to see that he they open up his window. I think that's the big news of the of the week. Oh yeah, um, and he started actually practicing. So that that's nice. Hopefully, he can return in for the Miami game in Week 18 and kind of see where we go with that. But yeah, I, I mean, listen, the Bills. Little banged up here and there on the lines, but overall, I think it's they're you know they're they're pretty healthy, so way healthier than the Chargers. Um, so yeah, um, I mean James Cook had that mysterious illness where he was just a DNP on Wednesday, I think, and then yeah. now it was just he's not on the injury report anymore. He's just dash dash. So yeah, he's and, good. So yeah, it, he's fine. Mm-hmm. the Bills are healthy. The Chargers, unfortunately, are not, which you know kind of takes away from the luster of this game being, you know, a Saturday primetime game. Um, also being on Peacock exclusively, but, you know, we could just watch NBC from the Buffalo area. No commercials also, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're just going to watch the Bills run the clock out. After yeah. By 30, hopefully. yeah. Um, That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm thinking, is this really the game you want to, you want to run that with? You know, well, I mean, they have, it's a, it's a, it's a hand they've been dealt, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, yeah. 
injury wise, they're they're just a way significantly better team than the Chargers. Um, and then the way they're playing, the Bills are. I just again, I have a small fear just because of being scarred from earlier, but it's so small because of how this team has played the last couple of weeks, especially under Joe Brady. Um, and with that kind of being said, um, who do you think is going to have a breakout game for the Bills? I, we, you know, we talk about X factors. I, I'm, I'm sorry, we talk about MVP. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. But I just want to start with this overall question because we just saw James Cook go for 200 scrimmage yards. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like they got the ground game going. Yeah, the defense is probably played. You could probably make a case. I mean, up there with Miami, but maybe even better because of just how how actual dominant it was. Mm-hmm. Um, who do you think is going to break out this game? Who, who is going to win the James Cook of, of the Week award? Right. Well, I mean, James Cook has even proved more this week. He got back in that kitchen after being sick. He knew he couldn't miss a day. Um, just thinking about it. Ooh, that's a good question. I want to say just the run, stick with the run game and go Ty Johnson. But I think Kincaid dropped two passes this week. He's going to have a good game. Breakout, though, never before seen this season. Breakout could be a veteran, too. I just mean, like, it could be someone oh, okay. that's in a sl- It's not like, okay, this guy's coming out. Like, that, that's a little too Dawson Knox has three touchdowns this game. Jesus. After the wrist injury. He is, he's going to come back. Maybe not three touchdowns. Maybe he's just a heavy contributor to the offense, though, where maybe we see Joe Brady get him involved in the passing game. Truthfully, you know who I want to say, but I just don't think it's going to happen is Reggie Gilliam. I, th- I think he gets involved in the pass game, too. He got a touchdown at the game we were at last year. I'd love to see him get involved in this game. True. I want to see some tricky stuff because, truthfully, if you get up over the Chargers here, this is a great experiment game. Like, just start start doing some crazy stuff and see how the team responds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I who mean, do you think? Who's your guy? Harvey wants to do digs because I think. Oh yeah, the, it's a big the, one. the Chargers corners have been awful, and I think this is. Yeah, you know, I'm going to go digs. I think this is Diggs' breakout game with, under Joe Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 147 yards away from 10,000 career recept- receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he gets it. I think he gets 150 and a touchdown. Not just because I have him in fantasy football, but <laughs> yeah, just because I. I think this Chargers secondary is poor is an understatement. And right, um, it's, it's not like they have a go ahead. What were you saying? It's, it's not like they have an elite deal. I mean, Khalil Mack's Khalil Mack, and they have like, yeah, a couple other nicer pieces, but it's not like they have an elite D line to kind of make up for that. So, again, I, I just think the Bills are, I think Josh Allen's gonna have a big day, and I think Diggs is gonna be the alpha. It's also, I mean, we say Diggs has had a quieter year, which he definitely has, it feels like, but he's also just cracked a thousand yards, and it's like his fourth consecutive year doing that. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, first time in Bill's history. Yeah, first I time mean, in Bill's history. So he's had a quieter year, but he's still been doing it, you know it, it feels a lot like 21. Yeah. Like 21 was like, oh, we only had I should say only, but he had like eleven hundred or a little under twelve hundred yards. Something like that. Yeah. Didn't mm-hmm. have like the biggest year, and it was kind of like, okay, like I would doubt. You know, if we're talking about, if we're going to segue really quickly here, like if we're talking like all pro teams, mm-hmm. I don't know if the Bills have an all pro player. I mean, like who makes all pro on the Bills? Being serious, like if we're having an open, honest dialogue, like, okay, obviously I think I've, I've, I've been on record and you and I have agreed on this, that if the Bills win the division, I think Josh can win MVP. So mm-hmm. that's an all pro, I guess, because he would be then all pro. 
Yeah. And there's still a chance, even if the Bills go 11 and 6, maybe like whatever, and he doesn't win the MVP, he could still be a second team all pro. So I, mm-hmm. I guess Josh is one of them. But Diggs, his lack of production a little bit, I think has made him. I think there's six wide receivers, if I'm not mistaken, that make all pro three on the first, three on the second. I believe and so. I just don't think people are going to consider him a top six receiver. I don't year. think so either. It, because you have you have Tyree Kill, mm-hmm. CD Lamb. Yes, AJ Brown. So that I mean, that's like that's your first prob- team. That's probably the top three, I would assume, other than you know one of them falls off, which would be kind of rough. Um, I mean, we had to talk about my man Puka and Nakua. He's having them. Yes, he's a now, huge contributor. Now the thing, I mean, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was having a big year before he got injured, right? Um, I, Puka, I, I love Puka. I don't know. Puka, Puka has 300 yards now of the year. I, I don't know. I think, I think we might, I, I didn't know he had that many yards to be honest with you. Um, Amara, he's up there. Yes. He's Amara St. Brown. Yeah. I would say Jamar, but Jamar also just got injured. So I, I think Jamar's kind of out of the running. I mean, Ayuk's had a great year. Mike Evans, Pittman, DJ Moore. Like, I mean, there's just been a lot of really good receivers this year. I, I have. Yeah. For him to make the top six. I mean, I think he gets sneak into second team because I think right now, Tyreek, AJ Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Keen being injured, Amara, and then Puka keeps going off. That's five. I think he can maybe pass Keenan Allen and compete with all that. So maybe he gets a way to get to six, but that's an all pro player. James Cook. I That's who I was going to say. Gonna, might, might be able probably to not gonna make all pro, though. No, I, would, you I would doubt even. Not even I mean, second team? If Christian he continues, McC- I, I don't know how many running backs make. I don't know if there's two running backs per team, so I'm I may be wrong here, but I don't think so, man. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is easily first team, and I think second team is probably going to be Ricky Mostert. He has 18 touchdowns. Two and players are selected at running back. And, how many is it? Two players are selected at running back, wide receiver, offensive tackle, offensive is guard, fullback, or no? I, I'm not seeing fullback on here. I guess if it's two if it's two running backs, I think first he could make second team potentially. Because first team will be McCaffrey and Mostert. Second team, I think Kyron Williams is gonna make it. He has over a thousand yards. He's gonna get to ten touchdowns and he's played in like ten and a half games. Yeah. Like for him to get a thousand yards in just over ten games is freaking nutty. So I would say he's gonna make it. I guess there's potential if James continues to cook. I think he could be there's if uh, all you're saying is right about the two running backs, he could be the fourth running back. So I guess Again, that's another potential all pro, but tight end Kincaid Knox, no, just didn't, don't, don't have the numbers. Knox had his injury, he was out there. Kincaid is just he didn't really tick no. it up till the second half of the season. So, offensive line, uh, Mitch Morris, no, there's too many good centers, guards, no, tackles, maybe D docs, but left tackles kind of. I mean, Trent Williams is there, Tyron Smith, so I would say probably no to that one as well. Yeah, and defensively, like Lennon Floyd's had a nice year, but. There's mm-hmm. definitely better edges than Leonard yeah. Floyd. You know who would have been though, and it's a damn shame, Matt Milano, if he continued on hit before. Probably. He got I mean, maybe yeah. we do. We get Terrell Bernard. Maybe I don't know. I think him being a first year play, not a single caller. Yeah, not really. I don't think. I don't think the safeties will make it. I know they have a lot of um, what's it called? Hmm. They have a lot of like, you know, reputation. I should say. Of oh being yeah, yeah. Players, so maybe that helps mm-hmm. them. Maybe make one, but I don't think corners no so i just think i just think we're gonna get a season where i don't think there's any defensive players making all pro Mm-mm. and the the you know i guess james cook stefan Diggs, and josh allen are the best three options and 
I feel like they need to have certain the ball bounce their way to make them. And that's for most of them, for the two of them, for two of them, I think it's either capped out second team all pro. And I guess for Josh, he, he could get first team, but yeah. With well, that being said, that's yeah. Oh, I, I thought I should say T Bass and Sam Martin ain't making the all pro team or no, nope. probably Reed Ferguson. So, um, absolutely not. So, no I didn't really think I needed to add that, but I just felt like doing it because he threw salt into the open was. wound. Yeah, he yeah. threw salt. And it was wound. funny. So, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but um, looking back at the the Chargers game here, so we did breakout player. Who's who's the player of the game at the end of the day? Like that's where that's where we want to go here. Like, yeah, there's the breakout player for sure, but MVP player of the game, who you got? So, I, I'm gonna avoid doing Allen, and I'm going to just I'm just I, I mean, call me a cliche. I, I will say this. I think Diggs will be the offensive MVP. I'll give another one because I just don't want to have him for both. But I think, I think defensively, I think one of the corners gets a pick six. I don't know which. I don't know who does who does it. Um, but I, th- I think the the Chargers give up back to back pick sixes in a game. So I think, I th- I think the one of the, one of the DBs maybe it's Benford. Benford, you know, had an int last week. Had a couple nice plays. Taron was really good last week as well. So. I think I think I, I think the Bills get a defensive touchdown by some by someone most likely pick six by DB. I like it. I like. It's I mostly flip. Stephon Diggs. It's mostly Stephon Diggs, but I'll add that one in there. Okay. Full prediction. I'll I'll avoid Allen as well. I think Ed Oliver is going to be the, the MVP of this game. I think he's going to keep doing his silly little thing, doing the cowboy riding the horse. He's going to go all the way back there, you know. And Linval Joseph is just going to continue to keep giving him opportunities as well. So give me Ed Oliver as the One more MVP. Team well. Yeah, yeah. I actually like that pick because, as I alluded to, Will Clapp, uh, their backup center is out, so they're on their third-string center. Yeah. And Zion Johnson kind of has a little bit of an ankle issue when he's really struggled in his second year at guard. So it could be a big game for, for sure for Ed. Yeah, if you have the Bills defense and fantasy playoffs, this might be a good one to play them for sure. I, I'm sensing turnovers and sacks. That's what I'm feeling for this game. So, especially with the backups and everything going on there. So, anyway, let's give a final score here. I, 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 I just 38 10. I'm just going to do it. I, I just don't see a scenario where this game is close. And if the game is close, that means we're going to have a really bad pot on Tuesday. So, yeah, I think we're going to see Kyle. Al- I think we're going to see Kyle Allen in the third quarter. Um, which which would stink because I have Allen Josh in the fantasy playoffs in my one big league, but you know I think I think Kyle Allen starting the second half. Give me the Bills forty two to three. I, I think they absolutely trounce on the Chargers. And again, it's nothing personal with the Chargers. They're just in such a weird spot right now where they do have the talent, but it's injured and they have no coach or GM. So at the end of the right. day, I have, I have a brief fantasy football question before we get into the Bills playoffs. Okay, because okay. time I feel like if you are playing in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a league and you are eliminated from the playoffs. Like you're not in the final four. Is it appropriate for you to pick up players? Other No. Okay. My mindset was this. You can pick up players. It just has to be after the day they are like after the waiver wire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah, right like a now, free agent, if, you just pick one up. Like if you picked up one right now, I would be okay with it. I wouldn't be okay with you hopping someone in the waiver wire because you're, you're, I mean, like if Wednesday happened, so I'm not going to name names, but there's a situation where I wanted to pick up the bills defense. Mm-hmm. There's another player in the league that was going to pick up the bills defense. 
that player was eliminated from the playoffs. And I said to the player, hey, man, would really appreciate it if you didn't pick up the Bills defense because I'm going to. And if you do that, I'm not going to get it. You are. And you're not in the play. Like, you're not in. You know, I mean, you're not competing. It was a little like, oh, I don't know how. I was like, it's, it's like, it's like, a, it's not a rule. It's just kind of like an unwritten rule that if you're not in, if you're not playing for the playoffs, you don't pick up players on waiver wire day. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with that being said, I was able to pick up the Bills defense, which is crucial because I had the Miami and the Baltimore defense, which were both terrible matchups. Actually, I think I had the Pittsburgh defense. Didn't have great matchups. Now I have, uh, I'm playing, in, my defense is playing against Easton Stick and Bailey Zappi for the playoffs. So very happy with that pickup. I mm-hmm. uh, appreciate that that league mate understanding where I was coming from and doing that. But I was just wondering, like, I guess other people could chime in. I, I just think that was I thought that was kind of like a known thing, but it, it wasn't little mini fantasy question of the day. Yeah, no, I listen. I I look at it as if you have no stake, right? Like if you're in just the, the poop toilet bowl, whatever it's called. Consolation and, bracket. Your consolation bracket. You you're not fighting for, I mean, if you're fighting for money, like if there's money at first, second, third, fourth, you know what sure, I mean? Sure. Like sure, there, I'm like, okay, like that's different. But if it's first and second, get the prize. Absolutely not. You should not be picking up some, you should not be jumping someone in the waiver wire. But if you have an injury and you just grab a free agent, sure. Like that's fine. Sure, you know that's what I mean? fine. I'm not, yeah. I'm not opposed to that. I was just like, if you could wait a day before you do that, because after you wait a day, it's on the people ahead of you that, you know, I mean, it's uh, the people that are playing didn't pick up the players after the day they could. That's on them. I mean, that, that's their fault. That's not your mm-hmm. fault. But I'm yeah. saying if you hop someone to do that, who is actually, uh, that would be a little messed up in my, in my opinion. But um, yeah, it was a good day in fantasy football for your boy. Um, with uh, Kyron Williams, 16 points. Chris Olave, 23. Cooper Cup dropping two touchdowns is nice. Uh, the Saints scoring a lot of points in the fourth quarter were nice. Dropped the Rams defense to four, so that was pretty nice. Had Matt Stafford drop a nice 21 ball on me, which is a little unfortunate. But uh, looking like I'm projected to still kind of win in both leagues, so we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll discuss on Tuesday. Um, yes, and I'll have to discuss about the current 11-3 and situation coming off the bye week. I'm projected to lose. Mm-hmm. 55% to 45%. So team uh, a little rusty, maybe. All right. Well, I, I had Keenan Allen, so and now I don't. So I had to I had to pick up Jalen Reed from Green Bay. So we're gonna hope he well you're you are a big Jalen Reed fan, but okay. With that, with our fantasy talk all the way. Uh we'll brief I'll briefly discuss these uh these playoffs. How about how about so? Yeah, pave the road to the bowl for the Bills. Pave the, the road playoffs. to the bowl. So here we go. Um so Cincinnati, Pittsburgh tomorrow for the Bills. Obviously, I think we want Pittsburgh to win. Pittsburgh is um, seven and seven. I was like, I I'm, I'm telling you, man, the 16 games, the 17 game schedule, knowing that we have two more weeks and they're already at 14 games, or has been screwing with my head, really. But the Bengals are eight and six, so it'd be nice for both teams to get down to seven losses. Uh, and the Steelers have you know the Browns and the Seahawks left, so they have a tough schedule uh, afterwards. So we could definitely afford for them to win a game. Uh, the Bengals, I I can't remember. Oh, the Bengals have the Chiefs next week as well, so. Yeah, so um, you want, you want nice them to, to drop the game. It'd be really nice if the, if the Bengals could drop this game, get to seven, Chiefs game puts them to eight. Um, so here's my mindset, and this is this is an important thing to, mind, to talk about. I know the Bills do not hypothetically control their own destiny yet. Like, they could win out and still not make playoffs. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, if three weeks go by and the Bills are 11-6 miss the playoffs, then shit just wasn't on our luck. Like we didn't have luck this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not rooting. Like a media member posted what they think this should happen for the bills. And I'll I'll go to talk about the result in a second, 
but they were like, oh, we should be rooting for this because this gets the Bills in 11 wins. I was like, no, dude. What we should be rooting for is we should be rooting for as much results to happen so the Bills can get in a 10 for a safety net. Because if the Bills don't get in 11 wins, then holy cow, for four straight weeks, including last week, everything went against the Bills other than the winning. And that, yeah. that is likely not going to happen. Like, there's, like, no. under 1% chance. If that happens, it happens. Like, I, I, I mean, I'd be pissed, but, like, I don't think we should be rooting for that. Like, that, that, that seems like a little bit of a, I don't know, that seems like a little bit of a silly thing. To, it also comes down to what happened last week. Like, last week, the Bills' chances of making the playoffs went up a lot. Why did that happen? Well, it's because they won. They won a game that wasn't really super likely they were going to win. You know, Dallas, even at, that's at home, Dallas is an elite team. So it's not because the Bills' chances of getting into the playoffs at 10 decreased last week because of yes, like all the results that happened, all the teams winning. The Bills' chances of making the playoffs increased because their chances of finishing the season with 11 wins drastically increased because they won. Like, that was the big, that's why their playoff odds went up. It's not because they got help, it's because they helped themselves and won. Which, again, mm-hmm. if they continue to do that, we don't have to really care about anything I'm saying about this because they're probably going to make the playoffs at 11 6. But that being yeah, said. Yeah. And I just, listen, at that point, you what you really have to be hoping for out of anything is Miami drops this game. That's going to be big. That's going to well, be no, big. I'm, I, Again, I am, rooting, I am rooting for the Bills to potentially have a safety net at 10 7. Yes. That is what I'm. That is what I'm. Rooting you're for. you're going worst case scenario. They still make it like that. Like that's sure. kind of what you're. Thinking. I'm rooting yeah. for the bills. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for the bills to go three and zero. And if if crap hits the fan, they lose in Miami. They have, still have an opportunity to get in. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Bills game, obviously. No, we're gonna be rooting for the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. Lions, Vikings. Lions, Vikings doesn't matter because we didn't play either of those teams, nor did Packers. Panthers. I mean, there's probably like some point something that we could be rooting for a strength of record, but I I didn't look that up. But Seahawks Titans again, that doesn't really matter. Um, I think we'll be rooting for the Seahawks just because uh, I don't like the Titans and uh, the Seahawks play the Steelers next week, so um, get them hot. We want the Seahawks to be playing good football. Uh, Colts Falcons, obviously NFC versus AFC. Falcons uh, over the Colts, baby. Up here, mm-hmm. uh, Colts eight and six is dropping to eight and seven. Um, this is the game I'm talking about. Browns, Texans. I'll go back to this game in two seconds. Uh, Commanders, Jets. Um, again, I guess we'll be rooting for the Commanders. Um, I don't, yeah, you, I NFC partially want to root for the Jets just so that their draft pick gets worse. Actually, I'm gonna say huh. that I'm, I'm rooting for the Jets so the draft pick gets worse. Screw them. Yeah, now you get my support. Jags, Bucks. Uh, obviously, rooting for the Bucks. The Bucks are favorite. We don't know about Trevor Lawrence's. So, this is the game if the Bills win. And the Jags and and the Bucks win, the Bills get in with eleven wins, like that is officially they control their own destiny. That that's the one result where there's probably another result that I'm talking about, but that's the result that would seem most likely that if the Bills win, the Bucks win, it's official. The Bills would get in with eleven wins. That's yeah. why I'm saying like you don't have to be worrying about all these other like AFs. Like again, we'll talk about it in a second. But you need um, Baker to drop a Baker's dozen in that game. That's yeah, especially need. if. Uh, the Prince, I don't know. Let me look up real fast. I'll look up this in two seconds. Trevor, I think he's see if he's playing. I still think he's still in concussion protocol, if I'm not mistaken, but he might clear. Um, just, uh, he's back at practice. He must have been limited. No, they said he's unlikely to play. Oh, Sports there you go. Upgrade, but we'll see. I mean, I that, don't know that gives much. the Bucks a chance if he doesn't play, because then you're no, who's, who's at home. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, strange things happen with the cash protocol. So, yeah. um, Cowboys, Dolphins. Obviously, we're rooting for the Cowboys. Cowboys. Um, 
after beating on him, you want him to feel defeated and want yeah. revenge in the AFC East. So they go after the Dolphins. And honestly, this could this could be a really entertaining game, too, I think. I think sure. that would be a good one. Um, Cardinals, Bears, we'll be rooting for the Cardinals. We're rooting for the Cardinals um, because I want them to keep losing for New England purposes. New England, uh, D- Denver, rooting for New England. Denver has seven win, seven losses, excuse me, so getting them to eight would, again, eight is the eliminator for me. Eight is like you're eliminated, for at least if I'm competing with the Bills. Because like, the Bills, nine, eight, they're not, they're not gonna, the Bills are not going to get it at nine, eight. No, like, we don't they have, have to no worry chance. about that. The last chance. time that was going to happen was last year with the Dolphins because the AFC yeah. is 10 times more competitive this season. Zero chance the Bills get nine wins. So that's why no. when people get to eight, it's like, okay, we don't care anymore. Um, right. Raiders, mm-hmm. Chiefs would be kind of nice to have the would be kind of nice to have the Raiders uh, win this one, but yes. I wouldn't mind the Chiefs. I, I mind listen, the Chiefs. I'm pulling for the Raiders simply because the Bills win and the Chiefs lose. That puts them in an even record. I wouldn't mind the Chiefs from the perspective of this. If the Chiefs stay within a game of the Ravens, then the Ravens have to play their starters in Week 18 against the Steelers. Yeah. Well, I think the Raiders, Ravens are losing this game too. Well, they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose nice. But I, what I'm yeah. saying is the, the Ravens might have to go full-blown against. That's why I'm rooting for. I might be rooting for the Chiefs mm. a little bit. Okay. Also, we beat the Chiefs. We beat the Chiefs and the Raiders, so it, it doesn't fully. Uh, Giants, Eagles, rooting for the Giants because we beat them. And finally, Ravens, Niners. We'll be rooting for the Niners. Uh, we want the Niners to win uh, just because AFC make the one seed a little bit more competitive so the Ravens don't have to rest their starters in Week 18 and make them want to play harder next week against the Dolphins. Finally, I'm going back to the game I was talking about. Uh, where is it? Browns, Texans. So it's a big one. From my opinion, is this the Browns are nine and five, right? Mm-hmm. And there are people talking about we should want the Texans to win because if the Texans win, the the Browns go to nine and six, the Texans are nine and six, and there's some wonky where we could people two teams can be eliminated or whatever from being 11 and six. I'm telling this right now if the, again, if the Bills don't get in at 11 wins, it was just really bad luck. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did it to themselves per se, but it, it just like that'd be incredible. That would be incredibly unfortunate. It would. I'm not ready right. for that result. I think that's a silly result to root for. That's not a result that everyone in every every model says you should be rooting for the Browns because you just need to concede the five seed or just concede a wild card to the Browns. The Browns are nine five. They play the Texans. Maybe the Jets give us some good luck. Texans, Jets, Bengals, just have them. I don't know, man. I just, I just think it's silly to be rooting for the Texans in this scenario, especially about Stroud when they're weak. Yeah, especially because the Texans play the Browns this week, and they play the Titans, who they already beat on the road without CJ Stroud. Yeah, then they play the Colts, and I understand the perspective of like, oh, it could be an elimination game for all of them, but whatever. Just have the Texans drop this game, so they're so you know that. If the Texans drop this game, get to seven, and the Colts drop this week, they're at seven. One of them is definitely going to be out, mm-hmm. right? And if we get yeah, the so then you're not week, having all three of them in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. one of them is definitely not going to finish if ten wins. Like if mm-hmm. the Colts and if, if the Colts and Texans both lose this week, one of them is not going to finish if ten wins. That is official, right? We're conceding one to the Browns. Hopefully, we get some luck with the Bengals, but the Browns go eleven and do what we need them to do beating the, the who cares about the jets but they beat the Bengals and the texans for us or i'm assuming the chiefs are going to beat the Bengals. oh no the Bengals are at eight 
And even if the Bengals were to just beat the Steelers this week, the, the Steelers are at eight. One of these AFC South teams are at eight. And the Browns would be at whatever, 12 and five, 11 and six. There's, Let the Browns the Bills, go to the playoffs. Yeah. Then the Bills would be 10 seven and they would be in the playoffs because mm-hmm. there would be no, there'd be no team. There'd be two teams in the AFC North, two teams in the South. Two teams. I'm I'm assuming Denver is going to drop a game as well. And I'm going to be 100 honest eight. with you. If if I matched up the Bills and Browns right now, who do you have? Well, it's the Bills, obviously. No one's going to be yeah, right. the Browns. Right, exactly. So honestly, would you want that team to be in the playoffs to play? No, that's that's, that's I guess that's another reason per se as well. Is that yeah. I, don't think the, I think the Browns defense is really dangerous, but I don't think they're you know Joe Flacco I'm not shaking my boots. But Again, that that's my point. Is that I think we should be rooting for a safety net. I hope I hope I don't know if the Bills will need it. I hope they don't. I think the Bills are easily going to get to ten wins, or they easily should. And then we'll see what we go to week eighteen. But I would like to go into week eighteen with, hey man, all the Bills need to do is win. Mm-hmm. Or going into week eighteen, it's like, hey, if a couple teams lose before the Bills play, they play that night game. Like no no, I just want some scenarios where. Going into week 18, some realistic scenarios where if the Bills lose, they could still get in. Yes. That's all I want. I agree with you that with that because it's like I have confidence the Bills will go 11 and 6. I truly do. But on the off chance they don't, you 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 want that back burner there to be like, hey, you're still in. The text, I I don't want those teams in the playoffs. I don't think anybody does. Someone made that point in the national media. They're like, why do we why do we not want to watch Josh Allen and the Bills in the playoffs, but we want to see the Browns and Joe Flacco, you know, and like something like that. Like I would rather have the Browns in there and the Texans drop this game, but every local media outlet has had the Texans over the Browns. And I've been thinking the same thing you said, that just sets up disaster for 11 and six teams. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, I I'm, I'm rooting for. It's not so much disaster. It's not so much disaster. It just, it leads to an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, right. Like, I so, understand from the perspective of if the Texans win, they're at nine wins, there's potential for the Colts and the Texans to be at 10-6 and the Browns and the Bengals to be at 10-6. And hypothetically, those two results happen. Two teams would be 11-6, and six, and the only team you'd have to worry about in that case would be if somehow Denver finishes. I, I'm sorry. And if the Bills went out, they'd be in, right? Because then there would be the... The winner of the Browns Bengals would be eleven six. The yep. winner of that AFC South would be eleven six, and the Bills would be eleven six. That'd be your three teams. Denver could only finish ten seven. The loser of those two games would be ten seven. So, from that perspective, it makes sense. But I I believe I'm right on this. Why I keep repeating it is that if the Bucks just win, there's the the, the Jags would then be eight and seven. So then yeah. there'd be another team that would that, at that point the the Bills would just win out. They would be eleven and six. That's another team that because then at that point, at that point, the winner of the Colts Texans hypothetically would be the winner of the division, and the other team would potentially get a wild card spot fighting with the Jags at 10-7, right? Right. Yep. That's what I'm yep. saying. Why wouldn't you why would you not be rooting for the Bucks result more than the Browns? The Browns Texans. Yeah. Like yeah, it, again, I don't know. If we how about this? If if we go into next week, I'll, I'll this. If we go into next week and the result is still like Hey, the Dolphins won, and um, we're still not clinched all the way in eleven six. Then I will start rooting for that, right? Then I will start like being like, okay, I gotta root for a result to make sure we get in eleven six because I don't want to wait for the last week, right? Yeah. But, like 
I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to do it three weeks in advance. Like, I'm, I think, I think that's like, I, we're dire, thi- we're dire thinkers. I mean, we're, we're hoping that we're figuring out scenarios that they could get in the 10 ones. Thinking like, but that concern of like the point, whatever percent chance they get out with 11 is really nuts to me. Three weeks, three weeks no. away. You know, that's like, okay, the Bills. One result has to know. go, Joe, one result has to go away. And the Bills went out and they get in the 11 ones. Like, right. I, I just think Jacksonville that's a loses. Like, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. I, I 100% agree with you on that. And I think, um, you know, that's that's a big takeaway here is truthfully, everyone's got these elaborate. Like, I'm looking at this map, right? Look at this. Like, like we're we're looking at like all of these win over wank, blank, blank, whatever. All that needs to happen, and you're absolutely right. I just looked at it. Jacksonville needs to drop a game, and they definitely can without Trevor Lawrence against the Buccaneers because Baker's yeah. playing hot right now, and that team is playing hot. So. Listen, root for the Bucks, our NFC counterparts over there and down in Tampa. That's going to be a big game. That's the one to look for. Whew. I think that does it, though. Anything else you want to add before we wrap it up? Just dominate. Just do take care. We talked a lot about – I feel like we talked a lot more about the other team than this game, to be honest, because this game is – it's not um, the most not a exciting talker. game that we've discussed about. I mean, Lily Easton Stick isn't really an NFL quarterback. No. Um, listen, Sean McDermott is a guy that his defense eats these quarterbacks alive. You know, with the disguises, multiple, the, you know, the the spinning in the head, gears turn. Mm-hmm. So just t- again, I say this every time we play an inferior opponent. Don't play down to their opponent. Don't do a special teams gaff, and don't turn and don't like. Win the turnover battle. Win the turnover yes. battle. Don't do something stupid special teams and play to your level, not their level. And we should be eating. We should be enjoying our nice Eve before Christmas Eve night. Yes, I for sure will be. Um, and <laughs> wallowing in a Bills win. I'm telling you that right now. So here we go. Without further ado, that's going to do it for this edition of the Buffalonian podcast. Betting on the Bills. I'm Joe Kelly. As always, I was joined by Dom Lawson. Dom. How do you always end these, buddy? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills.